I found my ticket for the long way round. Too far to whiskey for the way. And I sure would like some sweet company. And I'm leaving tomorrow, what do you say? When I'm gone. When I'm gone. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 1313 Podcast, Are the you? most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. Are you using that as Welcome the Welcome back, all you rags and all you shinies. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Tommy. I'm Jacob! And welcome back to another podcast episode, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to bless your ears with that lovely rendition of the Cup song from Pritch Perfect. Uh, but yeah. So, everybody... Welcome to another podcast episode. <laughs> Jacob, let, it, let everyone know what our housekeeping is for the day. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Woo! Press that big red button down below. Also, make sure that you absolutely domestically assault that like button. Uh, and if you feel like it, leave a comment while you're down there. Um, if you haven't already, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And make sure to join our Discord. Link is in the description below or on our link tree. Shout out to Digital Lime, the funniest member of the Discord. Also, make sure to buy merch. Link is in the link tree below. If you want to get some nice 1313 swag, make sure that you check out the link below. And if you also haven't already, uh, join the Patreon. It helps support us, make the channel better. You also get um, a 20% discount on merch if you join the Gungan Boss tier. Yeah, you also get entered into a monthly giveaway. And this giveaway for this month is going to be the uh, Obi-Wan Starfighter Lego set from the newest wave. So if you want to get your hands on that for a meager $1313, $13, make sure that you join the Patreon. Excuse me. Make sure that you join the Patreon. <laughs> a Chick-fil-A coming back up, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, food review. Oh, um, yeah, food review. We had the newest fall Bev from Chick-fil-A. It's like a fall-flavored milkshake. It tastes like a candle. I wouldn't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, it's like if you smelled like a, like an apple pumpkin candle, that's it's like it's, tastes like, that way. Yeah, but it's like not refreshing at all. Yeah, it's one of those things where like I I, I would sip it if it was someone else's. But I would definitely not buy it a whole and drink a whole thing myself. Yeah, it was kind of hard to drink the whole thing. Yeah, Jacob, how are we doing this week? Uh, we're alive. We have very exciting things as of yes. the day this episode comes as out. As of right now, we are currently at the Erie Comic Con. Woo! So uh, to all of those that are coming up to see us, Skywalker Hendricks, uh, Hunter Schultz, Ben Taylor, uh, Watermelon Outpost, Watermelon Outpost. And collectibles guy from Hybrid Toy Reviews. Hybrid Toy Reviews. If you uh, are seeing this, thanks for coming out, guys. We really thanks appreciate it. And uh, to any new subscribers uh, who met us at the con, hey, what's going on? Welcome to the channel. Welcome I hope to the channel. I'm so glad that your first impression of a new video is Tommy bombarding your eardrums with the cup song. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we just have those weeks where like we're just we're trying to figure out an intro, and one of us will just go, and we just start doing an intro bit, and it just kind of happens. Um. But yeah, uh, aside from that... Um, hydrate or dehydrate. Hydrate or die. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jacob, I have a nice little warm-up question for us this Okay. Week. And it is uh, a question posed to all of you as well. And give us your answer in the description below. In the comments um, below, <laughs> um, What if all the Star Wars factions got into a fight? Who would win? So you have... I'm talking like not just the big ones like the Republic, the Separatists, the First Order, the Resistance. I mean like... Also Crimson Dawn, also Hondo Onaka's pirate gang. Are we talking like all, 
Republic? Or are we talking like Jedi? Like the Jedi Order? The, the Jedi like... Order is its own thing. They're okay. not part of the Republic. Okay. You, there's also the New Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, the Gray th- Jedi Order. No. Uh, I don't know. I th- honestly, I think the Jedi would win in the end. A Jedi. I think the Jedi lack uh, lack the ability to completely and utterly annihilate the enemy. Oh, yeah, I would give it to. Okay, if we're including legends, I'd give it to the ancient Sith Empire of the Old Republic. They would yeah. dominate. If it's canon, hear me out. I'm giving it to the Final Order. Really? As much as I like the Republic. They and died as much, really easy in that last movie. As much as I like the Empire, but hear me out. Again, they literally would have lost if it wasn't for Rey and Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're both light side force users. Not technically Jedi, but let's take them out of the equation. What if it was the final order against everybody? You know, they're all in like a free-for-all fight. They have endless Star Destroyers, and every Star Destroyer has a a super laser at the bottom that can explode an entire planet. They have legions and legions of Sith Troopers, which are highly trained and stronger than just your average stormtrooper. Even though we only saw them for about 0.3 seconds in the movie, but that's aside from the point. You have uh, Admiral Pride, who's a very competent leader. Mm-hmm. You have Palpatine. General Hux is better. Zombie Palpatine. You have the Knights of Ren. Um, I think that this is the I think this is the faction that would that would be the winner for me. What about you? You still think the Jedi? Yeah, because they got the power of friendship. The power of friendship. Mm-hmm. That's the lamest thing I've heard well, all week. You want to know what this is lame? What's lame? People that can't walk. That's pretty lame. Yep. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, we uh, <laughs> the definition of lame. Good one, dude. You can't walk. Nice vocabulary. That's a dictionary joke for you guys, and I, for all the people at home, I got a really big dictionary. So, um, we went and checked out uh, some Star Wars Legion stuff today. Yeah, that was pretty sick. That was pretty exciting. Um, Star Wars Legion is for those who don't know, it's actually like a it's like a board game. At first glance, I thought it was more like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, where it's yeah. kind of like a, a role play game. Yes, um, but it's um faction assault game basically. Yeah, so you have your little miniatures, and they come in these like uh, pre made packs, and they come in differing sizes. Um, the base the base that I've seen from people playing is that you have a squad of four. That's what I've seen from most people. A lot of people do like elite squads of four fighting each other. Um, and so you kind of set up the board with like terrain pieces that you can either make or you can buy printed ones or, you know, resin cast ones and paint them yourself. All the miniatures, they do, none of them come painted. You have to do it yourself. Um, and they come with cards and die and, and you have to like battle it out and, and whoever wins wins. And, uh, I gotta say, I was really impressed. We went to a local store called Griffin's Lair. Um, shout out to the guys there for helping us out, talking to us, giving some information. Um, this was something that Jacob Jacob came up with this idea, so mm-hmm. I kind of I guess I'll pass the ball off to you mm-hmm. on this one. So, um, yeah, I think it just be I think it would be really cool if we did. It was just like me, Tommy, Jackson, if he's here, um, and then some couple other guys that we know from high school and stuff that are into tabletop games. Here's my question: I want to ask the people in the comments below, though. Would you like to to see Would you like to see us play Star Wars Legion? which is a battle oriented thing where we could maybe pair up in teams. Like Tommy and I could be like clone troopers and we can have other people be the separatists. And then we battle it out that way. Or would you like us to try to find a star Wars themed dungeons and dragons campaign 
because that's the thing. Dungeons and Dragons is a whole lot more roleplay based where you're playing characters and then you're having fun that way. Whereas this is more just kind of like battling out like uh, faction versus faction. We're down for either. Um, I just kind of want to gauge what the audience wants to see. Um, so yeah, please leave a comment down below. Let us know what you would like to see. Um, but no, I'm down to learn how to play Legion just even for our own free time. Yeah, we were looking at doing this um, around December, January, um, just to kind of dip our toes into something new. Um, I think it's going to be really, really fun. And the miniatures are so cool. Even if we bought them for a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, mm -hmm. having uh, like there's one, there's like a starter kit. It comes with about 10 to 12 battle droids, all in unique poses, about 10 to 12 clone troopers. You get Clone Wars Obi-Wan and General Grievous, and you get some terrain pieces as well. Mm -hmm. um, that was really cool. And there's also like single character expansion packs like, like boba fett there's anakin there i almost bought the captain rex while i was there because he comes with the phase one and phase two helmet super sick um they had cad bane um they had, they had an arc trooper expansion they had the short trooper expansion they had like the clone trooper uh tanks they had droid tanks and stuff and then they also had like a, a tabletop game called like x-wing and they had like a giant like, there's also star, star wars that's for star wars armada yeah that's like the space version of star wars legion so super cool stuff um yeah let us know what you want to see in the comments below because we definitely want to do something tabletop definitely think that'd be a fun kind of mini series yeah and jacob brought up the idea it'd also be fun maybe to do a stream of us just painting our miniatures yeah uh, just to kind of get involved, you know? Because mm -hmm. that's something that me and him have never done before. Um, I know that he started painting model kits and stuff for a band I had not too long ago. And I'm now an art student, so uh, I should be good at it. Hopefully. 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 Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, just please leave a comment down below to let us know what you want to see. If you yeah. want to see us be silly and goofy and do D&D. &D, or if you want to see us uh, reenact the War of 1812 with Star Wars figures. And again, if uh, also, if you know anything about Star Wars Legion, um, let us know. Join our Discord, message us. You can even email us. Just give us some info because we're very new to this. Neither of us have read the rule books. I've watched like videos and stuff about like while games happen. Like I so I'm vaguely familiar with how the game works. Um, but again, we're very new to this. So if you're a pro, if you've played Star Wars Legion, if you know about it, uh, please contact us. If you're a Star Wars Legionnaire, leave a comment below. Or if you're a Star Wars Legion no-life nerd, then come join us. So D23 Expo <laughs> 2022 was uh, this past week um, in Star Wars news. And that was the kind of like the big thing that happened this past week. It was yeah. the day after... Our last episode went out. I wasn't expecting anything from it. I expected the Andor trailer. And Jacob and I were at work on that last Saturday when everything was getting released. And for about, what was it, almost 30 minutes, it was just the Andor trailer, right? Yep. Almost 45 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So the Andor trailer got released. It had, what, a couple new shots? Um, like a new shot of clone troopers. That was really cool. New shot of clone troopers, live action clones um, on that, like, brick and mortar planet. And uh, that was, I mean, uh, and we were kind of like, because then they started talking about something else, like Willow. They started talking about Willow. Yeah, and then we were like, okay, Star Wars is done. They're not going to talk about anything else. Because it was during Lucasfilm's panel. Yeah. And, and we they, were pretty uh, disappointed. And then so. they took a golf club and smacked us in the back of the head by dropping the official trailer for Tales of the Jedi. This was the trailer that was shown at, uh, shown at Celebration. Yeah, Star Wars Celebration. 
And um, wow, uh, wow, uh, one, wow, two. The beginning of the trailer, nobody had recorded because I guess nobody expected it. Um, and I don't think I'm mentally prepared to see Ahsoka attending Padme's funeral. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the trailer, you can see it on Star Wars YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, the first one of the first shots is Ahsoka at Padme's funeral on Naboo. And I, I know that they love to traumatize Clone Wars fans, but like, really, really, are we, are we really going to take it there now? Yep. They're taking it all the way. Wow. Um, but no, so it's going to be a six part mini series. Each episode is going to be 15 minutes long. The first three dedicated to Jedi Count Dooku and his fall to the dark side. And the second three in the, uh, it's just an overarching tale of Ahsoka's life from childhood to mid Clone Wars to after the Clone Wars, after season seven, like what happens to her? Yes. Which that's probably the episode I'm most excited for, to be honest. But, um, we want to know what I'm not excited for the fact that they all come out on the same day. And so, yeah, so if you are not aware, um, tales of the Jedi are it's, it's six episodes. Each episode is about 15 minutes, give or take. And the episodes are, um, all getting released on the same day. So we're giving it the visions treatment, I guess. Uh, I was not a fan when visions all came out on the same day. And I'm especially not a fan now knowing that this show all comes out on the same day. So So. you're going to get a really heavy tales of the Jedi episode. Yes. So, um, we had put out a poll on the YouTube channel a few days ago now, um, kind of gauging the audience, um, what you guys want to see, whether it's, you know, um, getting a separate podcast episode for tales of the Jedi or getting it lumped in with our weekly episodes with Andor, because when tales of the Jedi comes out on October 26th Andor episodes will still be dropping. Um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to do a separate episode because that's what won the vote. Um, and I think that's a good thing too. Now knowing, especially cause the, the six episodes all come out on the same day. I don't know that I'm going to have a, uh, get your, um, everybody just get your Jacob yawn counters out. It was um, one. It was, <laughs> it was just one, Tommy. It was just one. But yeah, so um, yeah, I th- I'm 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 disappointed. Um, I like that it's. I'm not too mad about the shorter episodes, just because it kind of is a nice mix of my nostalgia for the 2003 Clone Wars, which was shorter, 15 minute episodes, and when those came out weekly. And then it it's the animation style of the 2008 Clone Wars, so it kind of meshes together two of my favorite things about both shows uh-huh. um i'm super stoked about dooku i can't wait to see him um Qui- there's a young qui-gon jinn involved and in being voiced by liam neeson's son which is very cool that's very cool uh we get to see some younger mace windu going on very excited to see that mm-hmm. um i i'm interested to see how dooku gets seducted to the dark side also yaddle is going to be in tales of the jedi mm-hmm and I saw a scene where Yaddle is fighting Count Dooku. Like Yoda. Like Yoda. But it seems to be on Coruscant in that building at the end of Attack of the Clones where Count Dooku meets up with Sidious. So maybe the reason that Yaddle isn't in Attack of the Clones is because she gets killed in Tales of the Jedi because she finds out about... Count Dooku working with Darth Sidious. Maybe. And she tries to foil the plan and, in, in you know, um, comes to an untimely end because of that. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that, I think it's going to be interesting, but I'm I'm especially excited to see the Ahsoka. It was really nice to see the updated uh, designs for Phase One Clone Troopers, mm-hmm. um, which I looked at the shots a couple times. They have like um, their shoulder pads are now separate from their from their um, forearm armor now. I mean the remember in elbow. the Clone Wars how the uh, what did I say the shoulder yeah yeah so remember in the Clone Wars how the elbow piece was connected to the forearm piece mm-hmm. it's now a separate piece oh. and the on their arm on that undersuit it now looks like uh, how a stormtrooper's neck looks with that tubing almost it looks like that now cool. so i thought that was interesting i'm really excited to see the show and um that's about all i have to say on that one i'm trying to think trying to rack my brain no. obviously the new inquisitor looks super cool and i am interested Dude, to see it's reaper from overwatch i'm interested to see how soon this is after season seven of the clone wars mm-hmm. because how quickly did they get these Inquisitors pumped out? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's been years. Maybe it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Either um, way, I'm super excited to have Ashley Axstein back as Ahsoka. Yes. Um, and I know time, she's probably excited to be back too. Yeah, because every t- every single time she plays Ahsoka again, and then like the last episode comes out, she posts a video on Instagram of her crying, like, "Guys, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do this again, but thank you, Ashley Axstein. I know you're not watching this, but if you ever do watch this, you're the most wholesome person in the Star Wars uh, entourage. I love you so much. You're so cool." And I don't understand why your husband doesn't know anything about Star Wars. <laughs> He's also a baseball player. Yeah. So. I had no clue about that. Yeah. So. Big man. Big guy. But yeah. Humongous fella. <laughs> but yeah, so aside from that, it, like I said, it drops on October 26th. So around when it comes out, expect a second podcast episode that weekend. We'll probably post it on a Saturday mm-hmm. or something like and that. And then when we got comfortable and we thought that was all, then they shot us in the nuts. And gave us The Mandalorian Season 3. Dude, so Jacob and I were on break at work together. Mm-hmm. We stopped at our the McDonald's across the street. Yep, because you got to pack on them pounds with that Mickey D's. And we're in the drive-thru. And we're in between windows. And we're watching The Mandalorian trailer. Mm-hmm. This was a different trailer than was shown at star wars celebration Mm -hmm. some different shots some new stuff some reworked stuff but i think all in all it was basically the same trailer i'm so excited for the mandalorian season three yeah it's like you just can't beat it it's like the best star wars that we're getting like period it's so good you can just tell that the tone is a lot darker it's not as lighthearted as the last two seasons have been. Mm-hmm. This this season is going to focus a lot more, or seems to focus a lot more, on Din Djarin and his relationship with Grogu and how messy the Mandalorian culture and relationships within themselves have gotten. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, my prediction is that, you know, Din is on his way to Mandalore to bathe in the pool to cleanse himself. You go swimming. Uh, to become a child of the watch once more. And when he goes there, he runs into Bo-Katan and Bo-Katan is not happy that she, that he is a part of the children of the watch. And that he has the dark saber. Cause she is sitting, she's acting as if she's the ruler of Mandalore. She's sitting on the throne. She's chilling out on Mandalore. And obviously, you know, Din doesn't really want anything to do with ruling Mandalore or being the Mandalore. Um, but I think that a reluctant leader is the best kind of leader. So I think that in the end, Din will be the one who unites the Mandalorians. What if um, throughout this season we see Din Djarin become 
force sensitive. How would you feel about that? I would not like that. I mean, I get that the the original Mandalore was um, uh, what Tar Tal Vizsla. Mm -hmm. He he was a Jedi and a Mandalorian, and I get that that would be interesting. But I don't. I think that the reason Grogu has the Force is because Din doesn't. Yeah. And I think that Din is too far along in his life to develop the Force and have that become a part of his story. But then I think that say that about Finn too. Yeah, but I also think that Finn's story is much more centered on the Force, whereas Din's story, Din and Finn, Din is much more focused on finding his place and finding belonging and finding a sense of family, which he's found with Grogu, but now he has to find a sense of belonging in these warring Mandalorian factions because I am going to predict that we're going to see a Mandalorian civil war in season three in full effect. There's going to be a battle between the Mandalorians. Or at least the ones that are left. <laughs> Yeah, the ones that are left. So you're going to have the Night Owls, you know, Bo-Katan's loyalists that are hanging out on Mandalore. And you're going to have the Children of the Watch who are going to be wanting to also have Mandalore back Well, for themselves. And so I think there's going to be a battle. are getting so much action with Mandalorians, last time we saw Clan Ren is still on Mandalore. Yes, Before, yes. After right, the Great right. Purge. So... We might be seeing Sabine. In well, this. and that leads me to another prediction that the Ahsoka show is going to, that the Ahsoka show is a spinoff of the Mandalorian. Like we know that it's spinoff in the Mandalorian because of the Ahsoka. It's a spinoff of Rebels. Kind of both. The, the timeline is going to focus on where Rebels left off, but this show is only happening because of the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And I think that, the way that this is going to play out is we are going to see at least one of these three characters in the Mandalorian season three, because Moff Gideon is coming back. Mm -hmm. Gian Giancarlo Esposito. Also another side note, Giancarlo Esposito is another one of the most amazing people that have been brought on to star Wars. He's so funny. And like half the time I know he has no idea what he's talking about, but he's just happy to be there. So yeah. love you, Giancarlo Esposito. He is, said that Moff Gideon is going to come back at D23 Expo. And so now we know that the Empire is going to be involved once again in the story of Din Djarin. So I think that that could bring us into perhaps some information on Grand Admiral Thrawn. I think that we're going to see definitely Ahsoka again. And almost more plausible would be seeing Sabine Wren in season three of The Mandalorian. I think, I think that Sabine Wren will be the one who helps din learn how to use the dark saber effectively yeah because she learned from kanan yeah and she would be the one really the only one who knows how to wield it i'm sure bo katan has an idea but she's not skilled with it i would imagine mm -hmm. but yeah sabine is is proficient with the weapon she killed gar saxon with it mm -hmm. so i think that she'd be the perfect person to teach din and i think that she'd also be her clan would also be the ones that would try to be in the middle even though they're friends with Bo-Katan, mm -hmm. I think they would try to be more neutral during this conflict. Yeah. Um, and then, is that all you had to say on Mando season three? Or I was going to keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I just am excited to see this, this civil war that's happening. And I'm excited to see where the relationship between Din and Grogu goes. Because now, because of the Book of Boba Fett, we see that Grogu is much more self-reliant. 
and he's not going to be the baby that gets coddled and Dude, like what carried if he start, everywhere. What if he speaks? What if he starts saying words? What if he just says, Dada. Grogu sets down on the ground and says, quote, where are the white women at? And everyone just, their jaws drop and then the season ends. It took me a second to digest what you just said. <laughs> um, no, Grogu's gonna be like, da da, and then like the whole thing. and then it's gonna be like, like in three um, airing in like twenty twenty six, like in a Shrek the Third, where Shrek is having that nightmare about having children. Da 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 da. And I like the the new the update to the theme they had on this third season. A lot more drums mm-hmm. felt like um, a little tribal, little tribal, yeah. And I think that that is directly tied to the conflict with the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm stoked. I think this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there wasn't a whole lot of news on the Ahsoka show. We they kind of had um oh yeah, and Mando season three releasing 2023. That's all they said. So yeah. I think it's going to be uh, maybe the first episode will release May fourth. Or it just they'll wait till Christmas, which I would hate, but yeah. mm-hmm. but um with the Ahsoka show, we uh, they didn't show anything other than they showed a picture of Ahsoka on set and then they had the family photo that we see at the end of the Rebels season four, and right. then they had the girl who plays Sabine dressed up as Sabine kind of walk out on the stage. Natasha Liu Bordizo. Yeah, they had her walk out on stage and kind of look at it like how Sabine does at the end of the of the show. And I couldn't be more excited. I yeah, I love Rebels. Rebels is tied for like goat shows with uh, Clone Wars. It's really? like, I really like Rebels. Wow. Especially because my blue boy Thrawn's in it. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I think Thrawn could show up in Andor in mm-hmm. the first few episodes. It would be interesting if he did. Maybe just in the background. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I would be I would be hype. I would be down for that to happen. I want though for the Ahsoka show. I think it would be really nice to see uh Anakin's Force Ghost talk. It's to gonna Ahsoka. happen. It's gonna happen. It better happen. No, I'm not gonna say it better happen because that's an unreal expectation. It would be nice though. It'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and uh, the Ahsoka show also releasing 2023. I would imagine that would be the show that comes out at the end of the year at 2023. Yeah, I would. That's what I would think. But mm-hmm. who knows? Um, we'll find out. And then um, finally, the you know, Batch. you know how last week we said that we were going to do two episodes a week because the Bad Batch season two is going to be coming out um, basically in two weeks. They lied. You agreed to stay away. I lied. Um. Brief mention was made that the Bad Batch season two is getting delayed to January 4th, which again, isn't that far away. Andor is going to be able to tide us over pretty much all the way to it, yeah. which is going to be nice yeah. that we don't have to like watch two shows going on at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's delayed. It's sad. I was really looking forward to it, but um, oh, well, as a viewer, it's just really frustrating um if i'm being honest like if you think about how many times disney will just delay i don't know if it's disney or if it's lucasfilm but the companies will just delay these star wars projects this doesn't happen with marvel projects this doesn't happen with other stuff i wonder what it is about star wars projects that they delay them because andor could have been ready for september like the beginning of september 
The Bad Batch is done. It could be ready. I don't know why they're delaying these shows. What is going on behind the scenes is my wonder why they're why they're doing this. Well, one, I think they just had some probably either like last minute reshoots or last minute just like effects things that like needed to be done. So say like in Mando season two for the Luke Skywalker effect, they would that would be a must postpone to finish that effect. Right. Um, they pro- I think Star Wars values its quality in filmmaking more than Marvel does. Marvel matters on pumping out as much as they can. Right. For right, some yeah. damn reason. And I think it's killing the company. Bro, turn off your buzzer. My buzz buzz. Um, it's killing the company, I think. Um, people are less happy with the way Marvel looks. And people are less happy working for Marvel, especially VFX houses are speaking out about how it's a nightmare to work for them because they have like unreal deadlines and, and time expectations. Frames. That's what I... Again, Star Wars is cool because I think they push the boundaries of filmmaking. And if one of those boundaries that needs to be pushed is creating a good, safe work environment for your employees to create better artwork and a better product, then so be it. It's what we're experiencing now with video games. Video games are getting delayed all the time, but it's to produce a better product. And yeah, it sucks having to sit around and wait for it. But in the end, the product is going to be better. So might as well wait. So I think Marvel needs to pump the brakes on what they're doing. I think for at least season five, phase five or six, they need to slow down because they're not slowing down for phase four. Um, but no, I'm happy. At least when we get Star Wars products, they all look pretty dang good. I mean, like the one, what? In Book of Boba, you could argue that the speeder bike scene, like with the Vespa gang, looked slow and it looked silly. But the effects looked good. That Rancor destroying, excuse me, the town looked fantastic. It did, did look really good. It looked super good. So um, I think it's just being delayed because they're trying to make everything absolutely perfect. And I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I hope that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just either way for me, it's frustrating to be like excited for these shows and hyped for these shows and then getting told just time and time again. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, guys. I mean, dude, it was just a mere three weeks before Bad Batch season two was supposed to air. Yeah. And, you know, I had a hunch because they weren't advertising it at all that it was going to get pushed back. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they push it back. But then out of nowhere in the middle of Andor, we're just going to have this six episodes of Tales of the Jedi drop. You know, they could have waited for that. I know there's going to be about a few weeks gap between when or at least maybe four weeks even mm-hmm. when between Andor ending and Bad Batch season two beginning. Unless there's something that happens in the Tales of the Jedi that ties into Andor that has to be seen. Maybe. That might be part of it. Yeah. The beginning of the Rebellion. I don't know. Ahsoka was kind of the info guy at the beginning of the Rebellion. What if we see Ahsoka take on the the line of Fulcrum and that translates directly into Andor? And we see a younger Ahsoka in Andor. That'd be cool. That'd be super cool. Mm -hmm. Because he's intelligence. Fulcrum was basically an intelligence relay. Yeah. So. Would be interesting. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that could be something about, because it's kind of like, remember when they just randomly put up another episode of the Mandalorian season one? Because they're like, there's something in this episode that you have to see before seeing Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. What it's probably, what if it's just like that? Perhaps. And then they're, I don't know. I don't know. 
What, what do I know? I just I just watch it. I don't make it. But maybe someday, Dave Filoni, I'm at your old school. Please hit me up with that job. This guy. You want to know something funny? What? So Delilah was showing me pictures of her calculus teacher's uh, Facebook. Um, I know he knows about the podcast, so don't be freaked out. She's not weird. Um, yeah, she's actually super Yeah, she's weird. super weird, dude. She's We're really so sorry. Weird. We're so sorry. But um, he had pictures on his Facebook of him at Lucasfilm Campus. And I have no idea if you're watching this, sir. How did you get there? And can you bring me next time? Um, I she showed me that picture. She's like, "Look at this fountain." I was like, "I was like, do you know where that is?" I'm like, "You just can't go there." <laughs> like, you have to be invited to go there. Yeah. Like so, I, that was crazy. That was really crazy. So, um, shout out to Delilah's calculus teacher for being a mega Star Wars fan. And uh, another thing that got revealed at the Lucasfilm panel. Was that um, Din Djarin and Grogu are now appearing at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. They are now... Starting, what, November 4th? Something like Somewhere that. Somewhere in November. So now you have a whole cast of characters. You know, for the longest time, it was only Kylo Ren, First Order Stormtroopers, Rey, and Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And Hondo, technically. I hope, I pray, that in something, Cal Kestis goes to Galaxy's Edge so they can be like, Oh, Cal Kestis at, uh, at Disney so I can get a job. At Disney, just walking around as Cal Kestis. I mean, it'd be cool. Because now they have Boba Fett, Fennec, and Din and Grogu. Mm-hmm. And they have like an animatronic Grogu. It's not even like a dude thing where the dude has to stick his hand in the bag and make it a puppet. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, It's probably going to be really heavy for him to carry around all day. Uh, he's already wearing the armor, so it probably sucks enough for him. Mm-hmm. In that Florida heat. Florida. I don't know, it sounds like fun. I would I do it. I would, if I got asked... Dude, if they, to told, do that, if they asked me to do it for free, I would do it. I would do it every day for free. I would just, like, ask to live in, like, a trash can on campus. Oh, interesting. Well, if I'm not getting paid and I'm doing it for free every day, yeah, I gotta right. live somewhere. Get that, steal some Ronto roast mm-hmm. every day. Just rob people for their caramelly flan. <laughs> I'll, um, own, I'll take caramelly flan, but I will only pay half. Um, I started listening to Air of the Empire. Yeah, how's that? Um, so far, I, I remember I initially started listening to it over the summer, and the first chapter and a half didn't grab my attention at all, and I kind of left it, and then I was like, I'm waiting to get enough, because I have this thing, it's called Google Opinion Rewards, you can download it on your phone, um, and you just answer little surveys about things that you look up online or places that you shop at, and it gives you a couple cents every time, and I'm saving up to get the audiobook for Shadows of the Sith. Because that is the first book that I am going to be doing the Star Wars book club. I heard on. good things about that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, stay tuned for that. That'll probably be coming out sometime next year. Um, but no, so I'm saving up for that. Uh, I was like, oh, I want to listen to a book in the meantime. And I know lots of stuff in the Bad Batch season two might be pertaining to stuff that's in Air to the Empire. Ah, there we go. So I'm trying to get through Air to the Empire. We are. They already started talking about the Emperor's Mountain. And that's in book one. And that's in the Bad Batch. Yes, so that's why I'm trying to get through Air of the Empire first book. Uh, wow. Before we go into Bad Batch season two, because hopefully we see uh, you know, Force Cologne. I think that would make a lot of older Star Wars fans a lot less critical of the sequels. If they took everything that happens in that specific trilogy of books and made it canon. Because all it would all work. Heir to the Empire and all that, that's immediately after 
Return of the Jedi. Obviously, mm-hmm. like Jaina Solo and all these other characters probably couldn't exist. Um, they would have to be renamed or something. But even yeah. like Mara Jade and stuff like that, you know, like you could you could do that, you know, have the Emperor's hand in in Star Wars canon. There's enough of a time gap where this stuff could fit in. And like, again, with Bad Batch, the Emperor's Mountain, that was intentional. Mm-hmm. That was not done on accident or just I think um, I think some stuff would work. Some stuff would definitely work. Some stuff would not work if you just completely made Anna the Empire canon. The Salamari, though? The, the, well, the Salamari? The Islamari. Is that, oh, that's what it's called? That's how it's pronounced. Islamari? I, Islamari. I feel like an idiot um, for pronouncing it wrong this entire time, but it's Islamari. Is, or that's at least how um, Mark Thompson pronounces it in the reading of Anna the Empire on Audible. Um, but he gets paid by Lucasfilm to read it, so I assume that that's correct. Islamari. Islamari. Thank you for telling me that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like a dum-dum. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that that could be something that works what? in canon. You know, something that basically turns off your force powers. Well, I, that was one of the main things that they made not canon was because it didn't make... I don't. I guess they didn't like the thought of having something that could close itself off from the force. Well, what if it's from wild space? What if it's from the unknown region? It's not. Where's it from? Just a planet on the outer rim. Oh, that's stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. So, well, they could change it in the new canon. They mm-hmm. could say, like, this creature is from where Thrawn is from, and, you know? Well, and then Thrawn in Heir to the Empire has been part of the Empire since the age of the new, uh, the Old Republic. Oh. And he... So there's the, there's the Jedi clone, or they they call they call Sith Jedi in this, because Sith didn't have a name yet. Um, so the, there's it's called Drill Sabaoth, I think is his name. Drill Sabaoth. And he was a Jedi and like the Jedi Order, but Thrawn was like, um, yeah, the Emperor had me kill him. Uh, so I know that that's a clone. That's not the real Drew Sabaoth. Because I've been doing the Emperor's bidding since the Clone Wars, basically, is what you're saying. They didn't call it the Clone Wars. Yeah, right. So, um, so I didn't like the thought of Thrawn kind of always being Team Empire. Present. Yeah. And also Thrawn doesn't like, he's not just a tactical mind. He can read people's minds. That's oh, that's weird. That's literally because so I, he's force sensitive, but not force sensitive. Yeah. So like I um I I read about it from before, but then I was like I'm not because sh- I didn't read it. I was like right. I'm not gonna believe it. But they haven't mentioned anything about Thrawn being able to read people's minds. But there was a part in the book where one of Thrawn's officers was talking to him, and then they just had like the, one of the officers' thoughts. And then it just talked about how Thrawn was just kind of like, his eyes were boring into him. Because he was like, he's like, of course not. And he was like, yeah, you're kind of dumb, like in his head. Just kind of dissing him. Um, and it felt really weird because I'm like, they haven't talked about the thoughts of what people have been thinking for any other character. And I'm seven chapters in. It was like, that felt like out of place, out of nowhere. And then like Thrawn's reaction to it, I'm like, oh, he's reading his mind. Yeah, that's true. So I like the idea of Thrawn studying a culture and being a great tactical mind more than being just like i can read your mind i i like the idea of thrawn being really good at observation and being extremely good at reading people's body language and things like that being perceptive Mm -hmm. rather than oh my species is just really really good at Mm -hmm. reading minds so here's one thing that's about the chiss that i find wait are you telling me that thrawn knows how to use jedi mind tricks without having any jedi training whatsoever no (laughs) no i'm just just being a turd turd. he doesn't jedi mind trick that's a jedi master level you can just read their mind skill you can never do that if you're not a jedi master it takes years of training 
You made me completely ruin my train of thought. I was gonna. I see it. you like to oh. chew. Then maybe you should chew on my fist. Anyway, so uh, as you know, the Chiss have a um, 